Good morning. Welcome to Bethany Lutheran in Warren, Oregon. Today I'm preaching from the second chapter of the book of Acts, verses 14a and 22 through 36. But Peter, standing with the eleven, raised his voice and addressed them. You that are Israelites, listen to what I have to say. Jesus of Nazareth, a man attested to you by God with deeds of power, wonders, and signs that God did through him among you, as you yourselves know. This man handed over to you according to the definite plan and foreknowledge of God. You crucified and killed by the hands of those outside the law. But God raised him up, having freed him from death, because it was impossible for him to be held in its power. For David says, according to concerning him, I saw the Lord always before me, for he is at my right hand, so that I will not be shaken. Therefore, my heart was glad and my tongue rejoiced. Moreover, my flesh will live in hope. For you will not abandon my soul to Hades or let your Holy One experience corruption. You have made known to me the ways of life. You will make me full of gladness with your presence. Fellow Israelites, I may say to you confidently of our ancestor David that he both died and was buried, and his tomb is with us to this day. Since he was a prophet, he knew that God had sworn with an oath to him that he would put one of his descendants on his throne. Foreseeing this, David spoke of the resurrection of the Messiah, saying, He was not abandoned to Hades, nor did his flesh experience corruption. This Jesus God raised up, and of that all of us are witnesses. Being therefore exalted at the right hand of God and having received from the Father the promise of the Holy Spirit, he has poured out this that you may both see and hear. For David did not ascend into the heavens, but he himself says, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand until I make your enemies your footstool. Therefore, let the entire house of Israel know with certainty that God has made him both Lord and Messiah, this Jesus whom you crucified. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable to you, O God, my rock and my redeemer. Amen. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Many years ago, there was a most righteous man, renowned for his unlimited kindness and love for his fellow man. He never said no to anyone seeking help and looked for ways to help those in need, especially those whom society shunned. I am was held with high esteem by all who knew him. I am was very wealthy. As he stood on his veranda and surveyed the surrounding countryside, he was able to see for miles. And all within his view was his, including the livestock covering the hills and filling the valleys. 
I am was a father of many children and a grandfather many times over. He was so proud of each and every one of them and rejoiced whenever they took time to call or visit. I am loved his family with all his heart and blessed his children in every way that he could. But as time passed, his, his children became so busy with their own lives that they often forgot to visit their father. They were consumed with their own lives, their jobs, their families, their vacation adventures, their expensive cars and toys. And after a while, they forgot that all they had was theirs because of their father's generosity. Over time, they convinced themselves that it was all due to their own efforts and they deserved all they owned. They were entitled to the very best life could offer. If others had less or if others did not have enough to live comfortably, it was their own fault. Those without the necessities of life were probably just too lazy to work. Or maybe they were just drunkards and drug addicts. They were not the responsibility of Iam's children. After a while, only one son remained loyal to his loving father. Iam's firstborn, Joshua, was just like his father. Josh shared all he had. He was never too busy to help others in any way that he could. This son spent so much time with his father that the two of them thought and acted alike. This son ached for the pain that his father felt over his errant children. Josh silently grieved for his broken family. He wept when he watched his father sit by the phone every Sunday, just hoping to hear from his other children. Josh felt such sorrow when he thought about all that his brothers and sisters were missing out on because they no longer carved out time for their father. He knew something had to be done to get their attention before it was too late, before they completely shattered their relationship with their father. So the loyal son left his father's home in search of his wayward brothers and sisters. He went with his father's blessing, even though I am knew the hardship this journey would cost his son. Josh went to one sibling after another, reminding them of the love they were forfeiting, reminding them that they were still welcome in the father's home. He also warned them that if they strayed too far from that relationship, they might not find the way back. A few of them felt remorse and returned to their father's home and love. Their relationship with him was restored, and the father heaped even more blessings on them. He even built homes for them and their families on his property so that they could remain together for the rest of their lives. Unfortunately, there were other siblings who refused to admit that they had strayed and neglected their relationship with their father. They were just living their own lives and did not need the father. After all, didn't he want them to be happy and fulfilled in life? And the rest of them thought the father was being selfish. Couldn't he just leave them alone? 
they did not need and did not want the father. The firstborn son gave everything he had trying to convince his wayward and selfish siblings to return to their father, to live the kind of giving selfless life I am had demonstrated for them. Finally, Josh returned to the father's home, but the children and their children were not abandoned. They had grown up in a home with their father's loving example. Their father's loving, caring, and giving spirit shined through their loving brother. He reminded them of the father's love through his own love for them and his selfless giving of himself. Whether they chose to use it or not, the spirit of the father and the loyal son would always be with them. Some of them would choose to receive strength from it and use that spirit to guide their own lives. The others felt convicted by the Father's Spirit, and they became bitter by its intrusion in their thoughts and actions. For the Father loved the people of this world so much that he gave his firstborn son so that everyone who has faith in him will have eternal life and never die. God did not send his son into the world to condemn its people. He sent him to save them. John 3, verses 16 and 17. Jesus was taken up to sit at the right hand of God, and he was given the Holy Spirit just as the Father had promised. Jesus is also the one who has given the Spirit to us, and this is what you are now seeing and hearing. Acts 2. 33. Today on Holy Trinity Sunday, we take time to remember that God the Father created all that is. He who calls himself I am always was, is now, and will be forever. He sustains us each and every day. But Jehovah God does not just meet our needs. He blesses us with abundance beyond our needs so that we can be a blessing to others in word and deed. All through the Old Testament, we have examples of how God cares for his children and all his creation, including providing needed correction and consequences. Since before the moment of mankind's downfall into sin, God had a plan in place to redeem us and bring us back into his loving presence. In the New Testament, we see the next step of that plan of redemption. God the Son took on the name Jesus and came to live among us as one of us. He showed us the Father's love and forgiveness. That love was so strong that he willingly suffered intense mental and physical abuse and died for us. But that death did not conquer sin and bring us back into the Father's presence. We all die. But Jesus did what we cannot. He came back from the dead. The Father rolled the stone away from the opening of Jesus' tomb. And then the great I am breathed his spirit back into Jesus' lifeless body. And Jesus came back to life, never to die again. 
before Jesus ascended back to his rightful place at the right hand of God Almighty, he promised his believers that he would send his own spirit to accompany them on the rest of their earthly journey. When God the Spirit came upon the believers, they were filled with God's love for self and others. Confidence, boldness, and determination. They were able to prophesy and witness and see visions. And they shared God's message that everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Nothing could stop them because they had God the Spirit to give them courage, counsel, advice, support, compassion, guidance, conviction, and to advocate for them. We as baptized believers in the one true God have all we need each day with abundant blessings beside. We are saved from the power of the evil one and redeemed for eternal life in God's presence because of the sacrifice of God the Son, known as Christ Jesus. And we have God the Spirit to guide us through this life, to live according to God's plan for us, to be faithful witnesses to others of what Christ Jesus sacrificed for all of us, and to be a blessing to others in this life journey. Let us pray. Almighty God, we thank you for providing for our every need even before we ask. Even though we do not deserve your favor, you sustain us each and every day and bless us beyond our understanding. You provided redemption to bring us back to you and now provide encouragement and counsel every day of our lives to help us remain faithful to the end of this life, that we may live in your presence for eternity. We pray for those who may have it all together on the outside and yet do not know you, they that would have ears to hear and hearts ready to accept you. In Jesus' name, amen.